When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of nerd culture, reality TV, and current events from this week. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Lee, a.k.a. Watch the Lee, I'm here, my boy, Jack. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs. And I'm here with my co-host, Jeff, a.k.a. DJ Insta Jazz. Insta jazz. Yo, I think we are on. We may be on Instagram Live right now. I I do not see you on Instagram Live. It it, it should take a second. It, oh, it, yep, there it is. You see it? I We're see on Instagram it. Live for the first time. We are on Instagram Live for the first time. Ah, uh, yes. Oh my God, yep. people are joining. We are on Instagram live for the first time so we got tiktok twitter or x instagram our normal youtube and then we'll have this on all of our podcast uh, this is why tomorrow yep this is amazing so yes we are on all of these platforms uh look people are joining this is cool man all right so what i need to do is i don't even need to go into full mode this uh, i think you do need for tiktok at least i do need to do it for tiktok but i won't be able to see all these comments so make sure you uh tag them as they go up i got you all right let's do this all right thank you everybody for joining our salam weekly episode um if i knew people were going to join um maybe we would have we should have thought of a you know a script or something for this <laughs> <laughs> we're just winging it today everybody like just fair warning i know um, <laughs> today we're just winging it but there's a lot of cool stuff happening uh, a lot of cool stuff in reality tv news a lot of cool stuff in uh comic book news so we can we can talk about it man there's a lot of cool stuff going on uh one thing that i want to do maybe next week we can do this Let's do a re-ranking of all the Marvel shows. I feel like with the Marvel shows, after What If comes out, we could rank them all again. Because it's the end of the year, and we should have a new rating for like what is our favorite like Marvel TV show. You know, are we not boycotting Marvel right now, or are we just pressuring them? I think it's pressure. I don't know. We have to. We have to look at. It. So I actually reached out to BDF to try to figure out what we're actually doing at the moment. Uh, so we're trying to figure out what the right course of action is. Should we be boycotting uh, Marvel or should we pressure them? Because they told us to pressure Disney 
uh, and then boycott them for Black Friday and Cyber Monday, uh, but not in general. So we're trying to figure out what's the right course of action at the moment. Okay. So we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, it'd be cool to get them on our show and actually talk to them and be like, hey, give us some some clarity and some directions because I think that would be really cool and really uh, helpful to all of us. Yeah, definitely. Um, having somebody from like BDS and all of them like who actually makes decision uh, make these decisions would be really cool to have on here. It's they're so really one, we should amplify them like we should be amplifying their voices. So yes, absolutely, we should get them on if we can. They're they're very difficult to to uh, to get a hold of because there's no like one person. It's just like info at bdscommittee.com. and like, <laughs> I'm sure they're like getting tons and tons of messages, right? So uh, yeah. hopefully, you know, hopefully they can. Uh, Find our little message in the middle somewhere, and then we can we can kind of talk about that. So that'll be yeah. kind of cool. Um, cool, but yeah. yeah. No, um, otherwise, I'm just gonna say it right now, man. Um, you know, Miss Marvel is still probably number three for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Wandavision at number one, Loki at number two. So yeah. So you know, l- 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 my top three have changed at all. I think we should bring on some guests and try to get. Uh, a idea of like what everyone's kind of like into and what everyone's kind of doing i think that'll be really really cool cool yeah for sure yeah for sure um and then you know i I was on the phase zero podcast and i got to do my rankings with them so i have my rankings i know which ones i like which ones are are super cool um but yeah we're also going to try to give you an episode this week on Squid Games, and hopefully uh, Godzilla Minus One. Uh, I can't wait to talk about Godzilla Minus One. I think that's going to be so much fun. It was so good, and I am so sorry we didn't do it on Thursday because I was unfortunately sick that day, just not feeling well, so I could not come on. But yes, it was supposed to be done on Thursday, and I just couldn't do it. I do apologize for that. How dare you get sick? I want to (laughs) with your immune system. God damn it. How dare they do that? No, Amen. no, I, 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 I'm glad you're feeling better. Uh, so we, we get, I mean, the movie's not going anywhere. We, we got time. We got time. So Godzilla minus us. We'll get that done. Squid Games. We'll get that done. Scott Pilgrim takes off. We'll take that one, too. So we got a few stuff coming out for you guys right now. So Scott Pilgrim's coming out. Godzilla, Squid Games. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do about Marvel. If we're going to continue to do uh, What If? Uh, season two comes out December 22nd and then echo comes out in January. Uh, so we're going to see what we're going to do. Uh, Brown boy wonder says, uh, for me, it's Loki, Miss Marvel's secret invasion, secret Yo, invasion. We might just have to do a ranking episode. Even if we are boycotting is like, you know, That's, whatever happened in the past happened in the past. We can still rank that. That is so. true. We, we can talk about the past, I guess. Yeah, that makes sense. It's yeah. really difficult because, like, you know, if everyone's boycotting it, then who is there to critique it, right? Like, if if they're doing a Captain America 4 and then... Oh, no, that one's straight up boycott. Yeah, that one is straight up boycott. But, like, we need to be able to also point out why it's wrong and why it's messed up right it's one of those mm-hmm. things where like we got to let people know why we're boycotting it uh and why things are going going bad so i think that's important too i think the why is is also important uh but 
you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to boycott right now. Um, and if you are overwhelmed, uh, my advice is to go to BDS. Can't go wrong there. Uh, there are a few non BDS stuff that are are getting really popular, uh, which I believe is McDonald's and uh, Starbucks, uh, which is because of what they're doing to their uh, union. So honestly, Starbucks sucks, man. The only convenience Starbucks has is that they're fucking everywhere. Like outside of that, I don't get the hype. <laughs> I don't get the hype. I'm with you there, man. I would love nothing more than all of the Starbucks to go out of business and there's nothing but mom and pop shops everywhere. There is oh, an, yes. There's an amazing cafe in New Jersey called Van Gogh's Ear. And it is incredible. <laughs> it is such a cute place. It's a really cool date spot. Um, and they have fun drinks, man. They have like banana hot chocolate. They got like orange hot chocolate they got these fun flavors like it's really really good and you don't get that kind of shit at like a starbucks like starbucks is all like sugar and like unhealthy shit i have a question yeah which van gogh's ear <laughs> i don't think they specify but i assume it's the one that was cut off <laughs> and, he, and he gave to a prostitute <laughs> van gogh that's my boy yo he was wild <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, like he's like i'm in love with a stripper <laughs> i'm gonna cut off my ear and email that shit to her. <laughs> he was wild bro uh have you ever watched you gotta watch doctor who bro there's a doctor who episode with van gogh and it's incredible it is i've seen the, clips of it on tiktok it's so and good. when you see him cry like that got me man yeah it's so good it's so incredible uh, I love the idea of like uh, of people dying and not knowing the impact of their lives uh, and until they like come and then like they they see it in like a futuristic sci-fi way or like, oh, you know, someone took them back in time or like, you know, an angel comes and shows them like something supernatural or sci-fi where they get to see the impact of their life. Uh, I love that. That's That's one of the my favorite tropes i'm a big fan of that so you should start with the ninth doctor right i if you have the will <laughs> to, to get through the ninth doctor i think it's worth starting with the ninth doctor but the ninth doctor is only there for one season so he he's gone pretty quick and then you get david Tennant, and the david Tennant episodes are great he is probably one of the best doctors uh and you'll really really start loving the show then matt smith comes in and you're like the storylines get so complex and they get so incredible and he does such a great job of bringing like a youthful energy but also like this badassness to the doctor and it's incredible and then peter capaldi comes in and he just has this like sarcastic wit to him that's just like really fun because you're no longer in like um oh are the doctor and the girl going to get together and there's there's none of that because he's just an old man and he's sassy and he is like sarcastic <laughs> so it's this other like side of the doctor and what usually happens is like you get a new doctor you don't like them you get used to them you start loving them and then by the time you love them 
it's time for them to go. <laughs> and you're like, I don't want you to go. So it's it's a great uh, thing. And our, our newest doctor is the first, I think not the first, the second black doctor that we have. Even though technically he's the first black doctor we had, they they did a little timey-wimey stuff where like he may not be the first black doctor. Interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I'm in. It's so good, bro. It's so good. And I believe it's all on BBC, uh, HBO Max, and Disney Plus. So it's like you can find it everywhere. Yay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that stuff is cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, that'll be really cool. We just got to figure out what day we're going to do Squid Game, what day we're going to do Godzilla, and what day we're going to do Scott Pilgrim. Uh, and then we'll do a Doctor Who uh which you, you i don't know you can you can be a producer on that one but we'll probably do a doctor who episode but they just <laughs> came out with the three-day special which you could probably sit in and on because like by the time you get to this episode you'll like forget all about it <laughs> that sounds about right yep yeah, yeah that's that's about right um also um some news for the bachelor um katie and john henry also have broken up so basically everyone from this season of bachelor in paradise has broken up officially love is dead <laughs> what a waste <laughs> what a waste just garbage season uh mm. we we gotta find more reality shows to watch because i am losing interest in the bachelor but i know there's like uh temptation island f boy island there's a bunch of island shows and i don't know which one is the good one because all their names sound so similar yeah, y'all on TikTok and Instagram, let Neebs know. Let me uh, know. One, I'm not going to watch it, but he will watch it and I will react to it. I will watch it, but I need to know which one is the good one. Is it the F-Boy Island? Is it Temptation Island? Which one is it? Which one is the good one, right? So let me know and I will start watching that. We'll, we'll cover it. Uh, I think that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, I'm all about the drama. The only reality show we're watching at the moment is, is Squid Games. And that one ended. And that's another one where I'm just like, God, they they made a show about the dangers and harm of consumerism and capitalism and how it leads people to do things out of desperation that are out of character. So they made a reality show about that. <laughs> and now we're and now we're consuming it um it's wild to to be in this situation and just like you know like you're watching these shows and you're like this is so bad but then you're like this is so good <laughs> right uh reality tv capitalism always wins so brown boy wonder says uh f boy island is the one that's good all right so i will check out f boy island i'll start from this season uh and work my way from there and then um yeah we'll see also brown boy wonder uh we will have you on for uh godzilla minus one i try to get some people of japanese descent to come on for uh godzilla minus one but i could not find any so if you know anybody who's japanese and has seen this movie well it's not like you couldn't find anybody they were busy <laughs> uh well like, i i i mean sure but other than that i i don't have don't have anything else uh, uh that that's coming up so we'll have to figure out as new stuff come up we'll find new stories and new stuff to talk about i definitely want to see iron claw so iron claw is a good one that we'll uh, check out. Let me see what's coming out this week. 
what movies are coming out this week? Yeah, I mean, we could do that Studio Ghibli movie, The Boy and the Heron. Oh, is that a Studio Ghibli movie? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, Aquaman is coming out. Are we doing Aquaman? <sighs> it's Amber Heard. Yeah, but I, I hear she's barely in it. Okay, maybe. Like, like it, it's 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 one of those things. Like, yeah, like, are we boycotting things where people are like they have minor roles? Like, where's the line? Is my question. It's like it gets complicated. Like Amber Heard. Yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> like Amber Heard is barely in the movie. They took out all her scenes. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, is it fair for the rest of the cast to 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 suffer? Like for the Flash, I understand he was the main character, yeah. and they wouldn't recast him. Amber Heard, like, they did what they could. They they took her out as much as they could. I don't know. Was she even in the trailer? I don't even know if I saw her in the trailer. Um, Yeah, I don't remember. Hey, what's up? Uh, just Harry Snapshots. Uh, what's going on? We're talking about Aquaman. If we're going to watch it, we're going to... I don't know. I think we should probably cover Aquaman. Uh there's another show movie coming out, Anyone But You with Sydney Sweeney. Uh okay. that one is not bad. Yo, I heard she got bit by a real spider while filming that movie, and nobody believed her when she got bit because they thought she was acting. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, it was very dramatic. I saw the video, it was really sad. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. No, no, man. That that's crazy. Uh, what else we got coming out this week? Uh, City of Love. I haven't heard. Jester, which is a horror movie. Uh, I think that's pretty interesting. And I think that's it. I think those are all the movies that are coming out this week. Okay. No, let's do the boy and the heron. Like uh... yeah, Wonka came out last week, uh, which we said we weren't going to cover because Timothy Chalamet was doing jokes about hamas so we're like all right yep. we're not doing that one uh trolls is out uh the hunger games is still out wish is still out but that's disney so you know whatever you want to do with that uh well technically it's not marvel it's disney so i think that's still on the pressure list uh the boy and the heron uh napoleon like i don't know napoleon seems kind of lame to me like i don't know uh, I wasn't super into it. And then Poor Things, which has Rami Malek in it uh, and Emma Stone uh, and Mark Ruffalo, which I think looks really good. Um, you definitely do that one for sure. You know, Jazz, you know what we can do? We can go through the Golden Globes. You want to go through like Golden Globe nominees? What's that? What I'm kidding. <laughs> I, like, I was like, Jazz, you don't know what the Golden Globes are? Nope. All right, we can, let's go through. Let's go. Let's 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 do the Golden Globe stuff. Let's see who who's nominated and and see what uh who should win and who shouldn't. Let's check it out. Golden Globe nominations 2024. Let's do it. Complete list. All right. Let me pull this bad boy up. I can't believe you almost believed that for a second. <laughs> I don't know, Jazz. You've been saying some weird shit lately, and you were sick, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Best Motion Picture Drama. The nominees are Oppenheimer, Killers of the Flower Moon, Maestro, Past Lives, The Zone of Interest, and The Anatomy of Fall. So two A24 movies, one Netflix movie, uh, Apple, and one Universal. Yeah, um, A24 will always be one of them. Um, you know, the fantastic studio. They were one of the first studios that were like, hey, we're going to continue filming and we will retroactively agree to whatever yeah. the strike, both of them, you know, whatever they agreed to, the studio would abide by it retroactively. So, you know, A24 is great and I'm glad to see they're getting the recognition they deserve. I don't understand why more studios didn't do that. That makes so much sense to me. Cause like, yeah, right. What, it's brilliant. Like it's easy. Like, yeah. But know. you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever. All right. Um, I really do think Oppenheimer is a contender for that. Um, cause you know, Christopher Nolan has been working his way to an Oscar for a long, long time and he hasn't gotten one yet. And, uh, he, he may get it. Yeah, um, but don't count out Killers of the Flower Moon. You know, DiCaprio, De Niro. Like. Yeah, that's true. Also, that that is also true. So we'll see. Uh, best picture for a musical or comedy: Barbie, Poor Things, American Fisher, uh, American Fiction, The Holdovers, May December, and Air. So weird that Air got musical or comedy. That's that's uh, it's basically a drama. I don't know. Yeah, um, I think they did this because the drama was like already so packed that this may have just been a way to help them out. So, yeah. but I don't think Barbie is like going to lose. So I don't think Barbie's going to win. You don't think so? No, because they created a whole new category for Barbie. Did you see that? There is a category for best, uh, what you call it? Uh, uh, it's a new category that they came up. It'll probably come up soon. I'll just talk about it. We'll we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, best director: uh, Bradley Cooper for Maestro, Greta Gerwig for Barbie, Yorgos Latimos for Poor Things, uh, Christopher Nolan for Oppenheimer, Martin Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, and Celine Song for Past Lives. Um, I think for this one, it'll probably be Scorsese or Nolan. I don't yeah. know, right? I think mm -hmm. it's got to be those two. Let's see. Best screenplay for motion pictures. Uh, Barbie for Greta Gerwig. Poor Things. Uh, Tony McNamara. Oppenheimer for Christopher Nolan. Uh, Flowers. Killers of the Flower Moon. Eric Roth. Martin Scorsese. Past Lives. Celine Song. Anatomy of a Fall. Justine Tourette. Uh That's a pretty decent one, too. Uh, I could see... Killers of the Flower Moon taking this one too, uh, or poor things. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about this one. This one, like, they're all up there, which is like, a good problem to have for movies. So I don't I, know, man. There, there is a problem with Maestro. I'm not like, uh, think like we, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bradley Cooper was nominated. They do this thing where they're being called out for being anti-Semitic. They give Bradley Cooper this prosthetic nose. And then when you look at the pictures of the actual guy, his nose isn't that big. Like, it's an exaggerated, really long prosthetic oh, no. nose on a Jewish 
character by a non-Jewish actor. That's problematic. Right? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, no. They they should not win. Maestro shouldn't win anything then. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. So, I don't know. We'll see what, what, what happens, but I'm not really supporting Maestro because of that. Yeah. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture or drama, Bradley Cooper, Maestro, C- Killian Murphy for Oppenheimer, Leonardo DiCaprio for Killers of the Flower Moon, Coleman Domingo for Rustin, Andrew Scott, All of Us Strangers, Barry Kogan for Saltburn. Uh, I'm surprised Saltburn got in here. Uh, a lot of people said Saltburn was a very interesting movie. They they really liked it. I did not get a chance to see it. I think it just came out like a few few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it yet, so... I don't know what that one will be. I also haven't seen uh, Rustin. Mm. So I don't know. I need to watch those before I can give you a accurate answer. But, you know, Coleman Domingo is cool. I would love to see him win something. Should we Should we watch all of these movies before the Golden Globes? When are the Golden Globes? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know either. All right. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture. Lily Gladstone for Kills of the Flower Moon. Carrie Mulligan for Maestro. Sandra Holler for Anatomy of Fall. Annette Bening for Nyad, uh Greta Lee for Past Lives, and Kaylee Spaney for Priscilla. Uh, I would love to see Lily Gladstone take this for Kills of the Flower Moon. I would love that too, actually. That would be really cool. Love to see that. Mm-hmm. Especially since you know like the history of the Academy Awards with yeah. uh, I forget who was the actor. Was it Marlon Brando who brought out uh, a Native American woman to talk about uh to accept an award i believe on his behalf and Mm -hmm. people got really mad about it to the point where john wayne was trying to fight her wow yeah it was it was insane (laughs) all right um yeah let's hope they can correct history here then yeah i think that'll be that'll be cool uh best performance by an actress in a motion picture uh we got wait wasn't that the one best performance Oh, that was a picture drama. This is a musical or comedy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. This is Fantasia Barino for The Color Purple. Jennifer Lawrence for No Hard Feelings. Wow. How did that get in here? <laughs> they, just, <laughs> they just love Jennifer Lawrence, bro. They love her. Uh, she is a darling to the Hollywood elite. Because that's like... This is like a regular comedy. It's, it wasn't that special. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, uh, I guess you're looking at just one character and how well they did. So... I, I, I don't find her to be that great of an actress. To me, to be honest with you, <laughs> I, I don't. I need to go watch Hunger Games because I loved her in Hunger Games. But beyond that, yeah, you're right. But like in Hunger Games, she's an action star. Like she's not like. That's true. Like, like what? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. That's just not a big fan. Uh, Emma Stone does a good, th- a good job in poor things. Uh, Margot Robbie and Barbie probably will not win. Uh, Natalie Portman in May December is a good one. Alma Poisty for Fallen Leaves. I have not seen that. Uh, but Fantasia, uh, Fantasia Barino for The Color Purple is a good pick. And I think yeah. she is definitely there. This one, best performance by an actor in a motion picture. Nicolas Cage for A Dream Scenario. Nicolas Cage <laughs> is one of those actors who you're like, is he a good actor or is he a good actor? There is an entire episode on... Uh, community where Abed takes a class on Nicolas Cage to try to understand if Nicolas Cage is a good actor or not. 
because this man makes some amazing movies, but he also makes some amazing flaps. And <laughs> it's just <laughs> so funny. <laughs> what? Are we going to not talk about Superman as Nicolas Cage? Yeah. Which, oh God, that was, that oh, was sorry, a mess. Nicolas Cage as Superman. <laughs> Nicolas Cage in Superman in The Flash uh was was so trash just no no uh, 10 out of 10 i loved it no he said he didn't even film he like what he saw wasn't even what he filmed they just ai'd the whole thing oh yeah oh so i don't know never mind no no because like that whole timeline that could have happened would have been hilarious and then seeing the flash i'm like ha they they did a callback to that. Yeah, but it was just AI, and he's not like actually there. He said he went Aww. in there and and filmed it, but what they made him do on the screen was not him. He was like, I didn't do any of those movements. I didn't do any of those scenes. So like that sucks. He's like, I don't know what to tell you. Fucking AI. All right, uh, Timothy Chalamet for Wonka. Like Timothy Chalamet is another one who like everybody is up his ass. I don't see it. I saw him in Dune, and I don't think he brought anything special to that character in dune um and i saw him in uh look up i didn't think he was that special there i don't know i'm not a big timothy chalamet fan i don't know you're biased i guess i i, 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 mean, never... I am too but <laughs> no but like those movies came out like way before his controversy like i just didn't like him in dune i just didn't think he did a good job i thought he did all right all right all right uh now then we got um Matt Damon in Air, which, you know, Matt Damon. I love Matt Damon, so it's great. Everybody Paul, loves Matt Damon. <laughs> Paul Giamatti in The Holdover. Paul Giamatti is always good. Jaquan uh, mm-hmm. Phoenix in Bo... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Jaquan. Jaquan. He's French now? Yeah. I mean, he did Napoleon, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill is Afraid. And Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction. Jeffrey Wright's probably going to take this. I heard American Fiction is great. I think it just came out last week. Uh, I heard it's so good. I do need to go see that. Yeah. People are like, uh, the interesting thing about that movie is the people that like that movie is making fun of are not going to realize that they're the ones that are being made fun of. <laughs> Those are my favorites. Yeah. Oh, dude, there's a lot of comments. You haven't been sharing all these comments. Oh, my bad. I was looking at the list. Oh, man. Let's see. Uh... Yeah. Iron Claw needs to win something. Saltburn was boring. Uh, Golden Globes in March 12th. Oh, we got time. We could watch all these movies by the time the Golden Globes comes around. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. Uh, Silver Lines Playbook. Silver Lines Playbook was pretty good. I, I did like, like that. Is it an old movie? No, it's not that old. Hmm. I mean, it depends on what you consider old. Uh, Brown Boy Wonder says Saltburn was boring. The last 10 minutes of the movie are the only exciting part. Uh, okay. It sounded like a lot like the menu to me when someone described it. And I was like, all right, cool. Interesting. All right. Uh, all right. I'm going to go back to full screen mode. All right. Let's see what else we got. Um, William, uh, best supporting actor for a motion picture. Uh, William Defoe for Poor Things. Uh, Robert De Niro for Kills of the Flower Moon. Robert Downey Jr. for Oppenheimer. Ryan Gosling for Barbie. Charles Melton for May December and Mark Ruffalo for Poor Things. That's a stacked. That's a stacked list. That is a very tough list. That is a stacked list. Wow. Yeah. I don't know who could win that one. Like, it could be anybody. It'd be interesting for Robert Downey Jr. to win. Uh, 
because what when else will he win i don't know how many other opportunities he has but i don't know i mean he was great in oppenheimer like that twist in the third act like yeah he was fantastic in that movie he definitely was fantastic yeah but also mark ruffle and poor things was just so good like yeah i, I don't know who to go with here yeah i don't know like the well, only one i wouldn't agree to would be ryan gosling yeah ryan gosling for barbie is like not I, that there's anything wrong with ryan gosling himself it's just that anybody could have played that role and done just as well as he did look man barbie was a great movie i said a lot yeah. of good things about it but it's surface level <laughs> like it wasn't like incredible acting like margot robbie i think does a great job uh, everyone on there does a great job but it's not like no that's my thing like acting. i think ryan gosling like he's a great actor yeah just in the barbie movie like, you could replace ryan gosling with any other person and it would have been just as good yeah i think so there's a lot of other kens in there for in general <laughs> you can just play them exactly exactly like got simu lu in there you got like like I all could, of them could have been the main character it would have been fine i could i could see simu lu being the the main ken to be honest like yeah I, like I could totally anybody that, could yeah. do that role so like yeah, yeah, yeah which is not ryan gosling's fault like this is not a thing on him it's just the way it happened to be yeah 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 all right uh, next thing, got Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture, Emily Blunt for Oppenheimer, Danielle Brooks for The Color Purple, Jodie Foster for Nead, Julianne Moore for May December, uh, Roseman Pike for Saltburn, and Devine Jerry Randolph for The Holdovers. Uh, this is a stackless, one. too. As a stackless, also. Very stackless. Right? Like, yeah, uh, Danielle Brooks was fantastic. I mean,. Emily Blunt is always great. I haven't seen Saltburn. Like, yeah, I don't know. This one, this one could have been anybody. Yeah, uh, someone said Russell Crowe should have been nominated for the Pope's Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> he was iconic in that. Uh, Can't deny that. Ryan Gosling with the upset. All right. Well, we'll see if Ryan, Ryan Gosling gets the upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's see and uh best television series all right 1923 for paramount ah they're a sponsor of ours so shout out to 1923 paramount they yep they, they gave sponsor us they gave us a movie and they and we promoted them and they gave me a bunch of stuff uh the crown on netflix uh the diplomat also on netflix the last of us on hbo the morning show on apple tv and succession dude i think succession is going to take a lot of i it. agree it's gonna I, I was gonna up. say this is like as much as I love The Last of Us, as much as I love 1923, uh, even the morning show. I think Succession was just phenomenal. Yeah, Succession's gonna take that. Uh, best television series for a musical comedy: The Bear, Ted Lasso, Abbott Elementary, Jury Duty. That's weird. Um, only I haven't even seen Jury Duty. Only Murders in the Building, and then Barry. So Jury Duty is not tv show it's a reality tv show it's a prank show basically oh it's such a strange category to be in best television series musical or comedy i guess it would be comedy if it's like it fits that criteria but it's unscripted i don't yeah. think jury duty should be in there that's so weird unless you're telling us everything in jury duty was fake i mean would you be surprised 
I would be surprised. I I would be so mad. <laughs> so so people that don't know, jury duty is a show where a guy goes on jury duty, and he thinks that they're doing a documentary about jury duty, but the truth is, they're doing a prank show on him in the style of uh, what's that Jim Carrey movie? Uh, the Truman liar, Show. Liar? No, the oh, Truman okay. Show. So basically, everyone from the judge to the plaintiff to the defendant to the jury to the bailiff are all actors, even down to the security guard that does the metal detectors. They're all actors. Everyone except for him. Wow. And he has to get put in these situations where he has to do like the right thing or the wrong thing and and like he has to make these tough choices and people are kind of stringing him in the bad direction, in the good direction. People are flirting with him. People are flirting with each other. And he just has to react to all these things happening that are bizarre and wild. And it's a great show. It is a great show, uh, a feel-good show. Uh, James Marsden is in it. He is Cyclops is in this freaking movie, <laughs> uh, in the show. But he is pretending to be an actor who's on jury duty. Like it's so funny. Uh, it's only a few episodes is all on. It's on Amazon. Jury duty is so funny. I highly recommend it. Uh, should it get an award? I think so. But should it be in this category? I do not think so. Okay. That's fair. Um, yeah. Who do you think takes this one? Cause I'm leaning. The bear. I think the, it's, it's between the bear and Abbott elementary. Yeah. That's I was gonna say either Abbott Elementary or the Bear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. The Bear is so good. I don't know if you watched the Bear, but the Bear is a vibe. Like, I it's have watched such it. Such a good show. Yeah. Uh, Carlos, who is a friend of the show, uh, got me onto it, and it's it's fantastic. It's so interesting. That's who recommended it to me as well. <laughs> really, <laughs> freaking Carlos! <laughs> Shout out to Carlos. We love you, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of the show Barry. I find it to be a little Islamic phobic. To be honest with you, uh, it's a decent show but like they go back to his backstory about him being in iraq and him you know mm. they're using the war and the death of a hundred thousand iraqis to basically push this guy's character development storyline which like oh. it's like it just makes me feel gross i don't like it I don't, I don't, I stopped watching Barry after season two. Season one didn't really dive into it, but season two went into it quite a bit. And you're supposed to feel bad for this like hitman after all the terrible shit he did to Iraqis. Like it's, it, it just gave yeah. you, it makes me, it, it, it got icky for me. Like it, it, the show gave me the ick. After I, that. I haven't watched either season one or season two of it. So I have no context, but if that's the case, I'm probably better off not watching it. Yeah, I would recommend not watching Barry. Yeah, but uh, I have seen Only Murders in the Building. It's funny, but probably not the best. Ted Lasso, I love, but... Not this season. I don't think this season deserves an award. It, it, was, yeah. it was a great way to end it, but it's not a great season. Like Correct, yeah. Like, yeah. overall, the show's fantastic, but... Yeah. I agree. I agree. Hard agree. Um, all right. Yeah, some people in the comments saying the bear for the win, for sure. Uh... <laughs> that's that's pretty good um all right so then we got best performance by an actor in a television series or drama we got pedro pascal for the last of us pedro pascal can't do no wrong uh 
Kieran Culkin for succession, Jeremy Strong for succession, Brian <laughs> Cox for succession, Gary Oldman for Slow Horses, and Dominic West for The Crown. That's a lot of succession on there. Yeah, so Broadway Wonder saying if you continue with Barry, Barry is not the protagonist or the hero. Okay. Mm, interesting, interesting. I guess like I gave up at season two because he was the hero and the protagonist. Uh, so I don't okay, maybe. All right, maybe I will give Barry a second shot. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, but as for best performance by a male actor in a television series, I mean, Jeremy Strong. I I think so too. I, normally, I would go with Brian Cox. I think Brian Cox like owns that show. Uh, everything he does is fantastic. Uh, also, he's pro Palestine, so shout out to him. Uh, hey. But in the last season, he was dead for half of it. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's the only reason I'm leaning toward Jeremy Strong. But yeah, yeah. So because of that, I. I think I think I would go with Jeremy Strong. Kieran Culkin wouldn't be a bad thing either. Kieran Culkin is actually really good. I really liked him in uh, Scott Pilgrim, and I like him in Succession. I think he does a really good job. Uh, but yeah, I think Jeremy Strong is going to take it for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, best performance by an actress in television series: Helen Mirren in 1923, Bella Ramsey in The Last of Us. That is a very young person to be nominated for golden globe uh carrie russell for the diplomat sarah snook for succession uh imelda stanton for the crown and emma stone for the curse that's a stack list too that is a stack list like yeah i i mean yeah that could go any which way man i yeah. Uh, uh, someone says, "Shout out to Coxing Wolverine in X Men 2. <laughs> oh yeah, he he was in Wolverine. Yeah, he he was in X Men Two. Uh, he was the main bad guy. Uh, big fan of Brian. I think I think he's great. Um, all right, let's see what else we got. Uh, best actor in a TV series and musical: Bill Hader for Barry, Steve Martin for Only Murders in the Building, Martin Short for Only Murders in the Building, Jason Segel for Shrinking." Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso and Jeremy Allen White for The Bear. I really think Jeremy Allen White should should take that. Uh, I think he's so good in The Bear. Like he kills it in that show. Done. Yeah, he's so good in that. He's also in Iron Claw, which uh, uh, I'm telling people to watch. Yeah, I mean, for me here, Jason Sudeikis. I mean, Ted Lasso always a place in my heart, but the season wasn't top notch. Yeah. Um, you know, Martin Short and Steve Martin and Only Murders in the Building. They are hilarious. Uh, Damn, I need to watch that. We're, we're, we're kind of mad at Selena Gomez right now, but but I heard this is uh, it's a good show. It's a good show, man. My, my sister got me hooked on it. So, yeah. you know, those two specifically are really funny. Uh, but, yeah, no, if it's going to be the bear, yeah, Jeremy Allen White. All right. And he's the guy from um, Shameless, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay, he is. Yeah. All right. Uh next we got best supporting actor in television, Billy Crudrup, The Morning Show, Matthew McFadden, Succession, James Marsden, Jury Duty. That is so funny to me. Uh Eben Moss uh Bachrock, The Bear, Alan Rook Succession, and Alexander Skarsgard for Succession. Uh I don't think Alexander Skarsgard should get it for Succession. I feel like he was just in it for like one or two episodes. Uh but Matthew McFadden, maybe. I thought he did a pretty decent job. Uh, 
James Marsden to, to get this for Jerry Duty would be so funny to me <laughs> if that happened. <laughs> like it, uh, the only actor who's acting in a unscripted <laughs> reality show. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it for the memes. I'm going with that one. <laughs> yeah, that would be so funny. Cyclops. Uh, best supporting actress television. Um, Elizabeth Debaichi, The Crown. Abby Elliott, The Bear. Abby Elliott, The Bear. Wow. I, I don't agree with that one. Christina Ricci, Yellow Jacket, J. Smith Cameron, Succession, Meryl Streep, Only Murders in the Building, and Hannah, Hannah Weddingham in Ted Lasso. Um, the reason I said Abby Elliott, Abby Elliott plays the sister, Nat. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's other supporting actresses on that show that should have got it over her. Like there is the uh, the. I'll cook, agree with that. Yeah. Right. There's the cook who was um, which we call it. She she's the old lady. She was the uh, I forgot her name, but like, uh, I think her name was like Rhea or something. Um, she was so good. She had a whole episode dedicated to, to her, uh, and I thought it was really good. Where she goes and she learns things at this like new school. Uh, I don't know. I think she should have gotten it. Uh, but yeah. oh well, I can to- but I can totally see Jay Smith Cameron or Meryl Streep taking this. So Meryl Streep has never like Mer- Meryl Streep is Meryl Streep. That's gonna be hard to not give it to Meryl Streep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, limited series anthology: Beef, Lessons in Chemistry, J.D. Jones the Sixth, All the Lights We Cannot See, Fellow Travelers, Fargo. All the Lights We Cannot See. I read this book back in the day, and it's such a sad book, bro. It's about like a blind girl in like. Uh, Bel- don't say it i'm about to cry it's so sad it's so sad it is very sad yeah, yeah. uh i didn't watch the 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 show or the or the movie because of that reason i thought it was so sad yeah no, uh, i read that book it, it's just tragic yeah, yeah uh best performance by an actor in a limited series or anthology um matt boomer in fellow travelers uh sam claffin in daisy jones and six john ham in fargo woody harrelson in white house plumber woody harrelson also pro palestine uh David Oyelo in Lawman, Bass Reeves, and Stephen Yen in Beef. That's a that's a, that's a tough one. <sighs> that, that, this is a stack list as well. Yeah, yeah. Best performance by an actress in limited series anthology or motion picture. Uh, Riley Q in Daisy Jones Six. Brie Larson in Lessons in Chemistry. Elizabeth Olsen in Love and Death. Juno Temple in Fargo. Rachel Weiss in Dead Ringer and Ali Wong in Beef. Uh, I really could see Elizabeth Olsen taking this. I heard she is amazing in Love she and Death. Like there is so normal. much good stuff. People are like, yo, she doesn't need the MCU. The MCU needs her because she is Correct. doing so good on this show that she never needs to make another Marvel movie ever again. Correct. Like she's so talented. Like yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I like this one. Uh, best original score. We got Oppenheimer. Poor Things, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, The Zone of Interest, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, and The Boy and Heron. Damn. Okay. I'm going to go see The Boy and the Heron tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but I've heard it. Just the music in that movie is supposed to be fantastic. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the movie in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse was fantastic. I mean. That is true. Oppenheimer like had like a whole symphony playing. I thought that was really cool. Like I, I don't know, man. 
Yeah. Oh, we got know. some we got some comments on Instagram. Uh your Smith Shaw says, Why was the Marvels hated so unfairly? Oh, well, I don't know. That doesn't have anything to do with Golden Grove. But yeah, I mean, uh, why do you think, man? <laughs> Three <laughs> female leads to uh, two of them of color. <laughs> Director <laughs> also being a black woman to do one of the biggest movies. Uh, uh not a big surprise there. But also uh, like the strike happened, they weren't allowed to market it. Um and then Marvel had so many flops back to back that people were kind of burned out. They didn't want to see another one where they were like already predisposed to hating it based on all like these, you know, stupid newspapers yeah. or like whatever. Like they were saying, oh, it's going to flop. It's going to suck, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, when, when you don't give a movie a fair shot like that, like, screw you. <laughs> uh, yay, Glacius says Jury Duty was good. Yep. He also agrees. So cool. That's yeah. good. Um, all right, I don't know, man. These scores are so good. Oppenheimer also has an amazing score. Like it does, yeah. So good. All right, best picture non English, Anatomy of a Fall, Fallen Leaves. Uh, oh, let me see the countries too. Anatomy of a Fall, France, Fallen Leaves, Finland, Iel Capitano, Italy. Low Capitano. Low Capitano. Wow, it looks like an I. Okay, Past Lives, United States. Okay, uh, Society of the Snow, Netflix, and The Zone of Interest, A24, United Kingdom. What language are the ones from the United States in? What past lives is in a different language? I don't and know. And The Zone of Interest is also in... Uh, in the By the way, speaking of A24 movies, you know A24 has a new movie called out coming out called Civil War, where it's like a, like a modern civil war happening in the U.S. and like what would happen... It's so yeah, that be cool. That is, what do you mean that would be cool? The movie, like the, the movie. movie. Okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh God, no, dude. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, Jess. we know you're from Texas and you're always trying to succeed from the union, but God damn it. <laughs> you know, funny story. Legally, we're not even allowed to do that. Like, that's just a rumor. Yeah. After the first civil war, we lost that right. So all these people are saying, "Oh, we got to secede." Like, no, we can't. No state oh. in the union has the right to secede ever. So. That's- that's so funny. I've always heard that, but I never really like. <laughs> I never really. Yeah, we're it. not allowed to. We lost that right in the Civil War. So like, I don't know why people keep talking about it. Like they can do it. Like no, you're you're just ignoring history at that point. That's so funny. All right, best original Which, song. Not surprising, but <laughs> best original song. Uh, Barbie. What was I made for? By Billie Eilish. Barbie again. Dance the night with Dua Lipa. She came to me. Addicted to romance by Bruce Springsteen. Uh, the Super Mario movie, Peaches, 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 Peaches. <laughs> uh, Barbie, again, I'm Just Ken by Mark uh, Ronson and Andrew White. And Rustin, Road to Freedom by Lenny Kravitz. Yo, there's no way Barbie <laughs> is not taking this because it's in like four categories. Yeah. Um, there's four Dance Barbie the Night times. probably will take it. Like, let's just I- be honest. You don't think I'm just Ken will do it? Like that was Mm-mm. the earworm of like the summer. It was, but knowing the way they go with these, I wouldn't be surprised if Dance for the Night takes it. That's Dance cool. I, takes it. We we love Dua Lipa. I I, I would miss that Dua Lipa also poor Palestine. <laughs> so yes, uh, we can do that. Uh, best motion picture animated: The Boy in the Haran. That's already nominated. Damn, that's crazy that it just came yeah, out. Yeah, The Boy and the Heron came out, like, what, last week, week before? Yeah. Um, Elementals, 
again, Elementals was amazing. We did a whole episode on it. So if you have watched Elementals, go back and watch our podcast. We do a great job of breaking it down and recapping it and talking about all the stories of color. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Damn, if that's not one of the best animated movies, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Super Mario Brothers, look, Super Mario Brothers did a, did great. I don't think it's a standout. Like, I, I'm sorry. Super Mario Brothers is now on Netflix. I have had no desire to rewatch it. Across yeah. the Spider-Verse, I rewatched like three or four times. Like, I mean, yeah, Super Mario Brothers was a fun, uh, you know, Elemental was great, but it, that'd be like a movie I'd watch maybe once or twice only. Yeah. Uh, the Boy and the Heron, we're going to find out tomorrow. But across Spider-Verse, like... Yeah. Oh, my God. The way they, like, animated different characters at different, like, frames. Frame rates. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's never been done before. And every little detail they pay attention to. Like, I, I think Spider-Man takes this one. The thing is, Spider-Man did something that no other animation studio does. Because animation studios have rules on how they do things. And Spider-Man purposely broke these rules to Every make them to make these characters look even cooler like spider punk was done in like a frame rate that's like never been done before because it doesn't make sense to do it in that frame rate but for that character it made sense and it's just fantastic like you have to understand the rules to be able to break them and make it work and they yeah. understood the rules and broke them accordingly and i i, I think spider-man should take it I think yeah, it'll I think, be uh, Hobie, right? Uh, yeah, Hobie. Spider Punk. He was animated at one third the frame rate of everybody else. Yeah, and then they mixed it the frame rates in the middle, just because like, hey, we're, like we're not gonna be consistent about this. Like, fuck you guys. Like, it was just so good. It's so good. We're just so on brand for his character. He didn't care about the rules either. So like, yeah, because he's a nonconformist. So he did conform yeah. to the rules of like animation. I I mm -hmm. get it. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So right. I, I think Spider Man takes that one. But it'll it'll be a robbery if Spider Man doesn't take it. That's what I'm saying. Uh, best performance in a stand up comedy. Yo, I have beef with this shit. <laughs> uh, Ricky Gervais, whatever. Trevor Noah, great. Chris Rock. Okay, Amy Schumer. Amy, I steal jokes for a living, and I am pro genocide. Schumer uh, is nominated. Sarah, I believe in you know uh, what you call it transfer of punishment and collective punishment. Uh, Silverman also nominated, and then Wanda Sykes. It's crazy. It's crazy. Someone can post something saying genocide is bad and they get pulled off of Scream 7 and then these two ladies can say the most vile shit and they get nominated for the Golden Globes after they said all this vile shit. Yeah. Um, no comment on this whole category. Yeah. Like the shit. only decent person here, the two would be like Wanda Sykes, Trevor Noah, but like, yeah. Like if if two thirds of your shit is bad for a good reason, yeah. Like, oh. Also, Amy Schumer literally steals jokes all the time. Like, so I don't even understand how she would. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. All right. So, so this is this is the the new category that I want to talk about: cinematic box office achievement. I believe they made this category 
specifically for the Barbie movie. There's no way the Barbie movie doesn't take this one. I would actually argue Taylor Swift takes this one. Ooh, because Taylor Swift is nominated. You're right. So is yeah. Barbie, Guardians of the Galaxy, John Wick Chapter 4, Mission Impossible, Oppenheimer, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, The Super Mario Brothers, Taylor Swift, The Eras Tour. I will tell you, I think it's Taylor Swift. Really? And here's why. Here's why. Taylor Swift didn't go to a distributor to get this movie in theaters. They did it themselves. And every theater was like, yes. Like every theater company was like, yes, we will do this movie without a distributor, which is something that's never been done before, right? Yeah. And how many times this movie has sold out is just mind blowing, right? So not only did she make a shit ton of money off of the Eras Tour movie, but she has upended or upended the way Hollywood has done movies like in theaters. So I think she takes this. I cannot disagree with that. Uh, but also like Barbenheimer took the world by storm this summer. But that's uh, the thing. It was Barbie and Oppenheimer, yeah, and people just watched it back to back just for the like the fun of it. For the but if you were looking at the individual <laughs> movies, Taylor Swift did more. I I can't argue with that. I think that's a solid that's a solid case. Yeah, I think Taylor Swift takes it. Uh, I the thing is like when I think of this nomination, the first thing that comes to my mind is Barbie. But if you make an argument and lay it out like that, I could say. Taylor Swift getting a Golden Globe is wild. <laughs> I mean, it, it was bound to happen. Like, she's yeah. going to be an EGOT one day. Like, I swear to God. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that is possible. That is possible. She is rumored to be in the new Daredevil. Uh, not, not Daredevil. Uh, Deadpool movie. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to say what character. Yeah. But again, I, I, I truly believe. Yeah. If it's not Taylor Swift, it's going to be Barbie. All right. I'm going to get off full screen. I'm going to see if there's any uh, comments. Let's see. Uh, someone says, why John Wick 4? I don't know. I don't know why John Wick 4, uh, but it is. Uh, what about Queen Bee concert movie? Uh, yeah, Beyonce also had a thing. Uh, someone, <laughs> says, someone says she'll get a, a Super Bowl ring before a concert. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, that was brilliant. Uh, let's see. How many details in Spider-Man? Yeah, Dua Lipa for the win. Uh, Anatomy of the Fall used to be a pimp song by 50 Cent. It's pretty funny. And I wish Alice in Borderland was nominated. I hear a lot of good things about Alice in Borderland. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Sounds good. Uh, well, that's all I got. That's all the nominees, man. We went through the Golden Globes. We weren't planning on going through the Golden Globes, but we did. Yeah, I mean, we had nothing else going on, so that's cool. <laughs> All right, well, uh, let us know what you thought, man. Who do you think should win some of these cases? Who do you, who are you most excited to see win? Let us know. Answer in the uh, in the Spotify. You know, in Spotify, after every episode, there's like, hey, what do you think of this episode? Go in and fill it out. Uh, don't forget to follow, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff, man. Uh, we got some good stuff coming up. We got Godzilla. We got Squid Game. We got Scott Pilgrim. We got Iron Claw. Uh, possibly What If. We'll see. Um, but that's all we got for today's episode. Jazz, anything you want to say before we go? And that's all. Free Palestine. All right, man. Until next time, guys. Salam, nerds. Peace.